0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Praise
1: Praise you, Lord Christ.
0: Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks. Flask of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout Look, here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. And all those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went in with him into the wedding bank, banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the other bridesmaids came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. And this is the gospel of our Lord.
1: You are probably familiar with the Aesop fable of the ant and the grasshopper. The ant diligently works during the summer months to prepare for the coming winter and to have food to eat during that time, and the grasshopper does not. Winter comes, the ant has plenty to eat and is taken care of, and the grasshopper does not. Aesop's fables are thousands of years old, And there are many different versions of this story that have kind of come up over that time. And the main way that the stories differ is in what the grasshopper does during the summer months instead of working. Sometimes he's playing the violin, sometimes he's dancing, sometimes he's going for a swim, and and other times he's just taking a nap and enjoying a restful afternoon. But in all the stories, the ant is always doing the same thing working and gathering food, preparing for the coming winter. Of course, the point of this story is is that you have to work to prepare for the future plan ahead, that you can't always just do fun things all the time. And one of the things that all the different versions of this uh, story show is that there's one wise path, right? One wise action to take, in this case, work, but there are many, many options to be foolish. There's lots of way, to, ways to not work and to do other things. The grasshopper could have done all kinds of other things. right? The grasshopper could have played video games or, or watched a movie or read a book or painted his toenails. or I don't even know if grasshoppers have toenails. I'm not sure, <laughs> who knows? But you get the point. Right? There's so many other options the grasshopper could do besides work. Humanity has used all kinds of stories to impart important lessons, and these stories are trying to get people to walk the narrow path towards wisdom and and avoid the wide path of foolishness. Jesus used stories of all kinds to try to get people to see the wise choices. In Matthew chapter seven, Jesus explains this idea in this way. Jesus says that the gate is wide and the road is easy that leads to destruction. But the narrow gate and the hard road leads to life. There are a lot of options out there in life, a lot of choices you can make, but most of them will lead to destruction. But there is a narrow way that leads to life. That is wisdom, going down that narrow path. The grasshopper has infinite number of foolish choices to lead to not having food for the winter. The ant chose the narrow path of work and had food to eat once the snows came. Jesus in his ministry is trying to persuade people again and again and again to choose the path of wisdom. And we see that in our reading this morning from Matthew chapter 25. Here again, Jesus tells a story. And in this story, there are 10 young ladies, 10 bridesmaids who are waiting for the bridegroom to come. They are going to escort him into the wedding banquet. And within these stories, these ladies will be counted wise if they do their job, if they fulfill their mission, if they escort the groom into the feast when he arrives. And they will be rewarded with that because they'll get to be at the party. They'll get to enjoy the festivities. The groom is their ticket into the feast, and so they need to be ready to escort the groom in once he shows up. Five of these young ladies commit to do their job. They get their lamps. They fill up their jars with oil. They want to be prepared. They do not want to miss out when the bridegroom shows up. They want to be ready. And then other five ladies decide that they don't need to bring any oil. They decide to do something else instead of getting some oil together. What that something else that they do during that time, we don't really know, right? Maybe they were playing video games or watching a movie or reading a book or painting their toenails. We don't know, right? There was an infinite number of things that these ladies could have done instead. But the one thing, getting some oil that they needed to do if they wanted to get to the party, they did not do that. The groom shows up. The five who have oil and lamps that are lit, they are ready to join the wedding procession and they escort the groom into the party. And then the five who don't have oil, they don't have lit lamps, they can't join the procession, they are not faithful to do their jobs and they miss out on the party. The way of wisdom is narrow, the way of foolishness is wide. Jesus tells this story in the context of telling some other stories to his disciples, and all of these stories are all about faithfulness. Right before this story about these ten bridesmaids, uh, Jesus tells a story about a master who leaves a slave in charge of his household. And Jesus says that the master is going to be happy when the master comes home if the slave has been doing a good job of taking care of the household and taking care of everyone in the household, making sure everything is just running smoothly and everyone is cared for. But the master will be upset if he comes home and finds that the slave has been abusive to the other members of the household and has not been taking care of things. Do what you're supposed to do. Be faithful, be loyal, is the point of the story. In the story after these young women with the oil and lamps, there's another story about a master giving money to slaves with the expectation that the slaves will take the money and invest it and be productive some of the slaves do exactly that, and they are rewarded, and the master is pleased. But one slave decides not to take the money and be productive and invest, and that slave is punished. Again, the point of the story is to be faithful. Do what you are supposed to do. So we have this these collection of stories that Jesus is telling his disciples, and it's all about wanting the disciples to be faithful. Jesus wants them to follow him, to listen to him, to be loyal to him. Jesus wants them to choose the path of wisdom by following them, by following him. Jesus says, do the things that I tell you to do, and things will go well for you. So he tells these stories. And then we get to chapter 26, verse 1 and 2 of Matthew's gospel. And these verses say this. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, you know that after two days, the Passover is coming and the son of man will be handed over to be crucified. After Jesus told them these stories about being faithful, about being ready, he says in two days, the big moment is coming. It's going to be game time. Jesus says, I'm going to be crucified at that moment. He's wanting the disciples to prepare themselves, to get ready for this moment that is coming. To get their lamps together, to get their jars of oil, to be ready there to escort Jesus to the cross. To be there with him as his faithful followers. Well, two days pass and the moment arrives and the bridegroom shows up there in the middle of the night. And which of the disciples have their jars of oil and their lamps lit, ready to escort Jesus? Which one of them were faithful? None of them. None of them were faithful and went with Jesus to the cross. None of them escorted him. None of them chose the path of wisdom. And instead, they chose the path of foolishness. Beloved, Jesus went to the cross willingly exactly because of the foolishness of the disciples. Jesus desired that humanity might be reconciled with God and that they might not face the full weight of their foolish decisions in sinful ways. I've chosen to be a Christian. I've chosen to follow Jesus. And it is the wisest decision that I've ever made. And it's the wisest decision because so often I don't choose the path of wisdom. I'm like the grasshopper who doesn't work. I'm like the young girls without any oil. I choose to follow Jesus because he still loves me despite despite my sin and despite my unfaithfulness. Jesus forgives me and remains faithful to me even when I am not faithful to him. And Jesus does the same for you. Today, give thanks for Jesus and what he does for you and for me and for all people. We are not stuck with the finality of our foolishness. Everyone who chooses a path of wisdom and embraces Jesus receives forgiveness for our sins, receives forgiveness for being unfaithful, and receives forgiveness for being foolish. And that makes turning to Jesus the wisest decision of all.